most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. Ooh, my goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. And welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast presented by Prize Picks. I am your host, Chris Raybon, joined by my dude, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's up? Happy week eight. I, I would say this is midseason for us, but with, with 17 weeks, we're not even there yet. So uh, happy almost midseason. Yeah, we got um, one more. <laughs> we got one more. How, how are things going for you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, not the greatest betting week for me, but uh, <laughs> aside from that, it's, yeah. it's cool. You know, I'm enjoying the fact that we got three sports on right now. We got NFL, yeah. we got baseball. I mean, we got hockey too, but I don't get into hockey. Hockey before. counts. Hockey it counts. counts. Eh, not for me. It counts. It counts when football is over. Then, then I'll count it. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we're gonna talk some week eight. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday slate, then we'll get into our, our top main slate plays at every position. Uh, for the Thursday slate, we got this Packers Cardinals <laughs> game, and we have Devontae Adams on the COVID list now. Alan Lazard reportedly on the COVID list as well, and Adam Schefter on the Monday Night Football telecast said he wouldn't be surprised if Adams was the last hacker to go on the COVID list. And then Lazard went on. But, I mean, this is a situation that's fluid. We could see more guys end up on the list before this week is over. And, I mean, you know, a couple of receivers, you know who the receivers spend time with, uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, it's it's just a kind of an ugly week where you're going to have to really monitor the news. But what are your first thoughts on the captain spot? Uh, for Packers, Cardinals, uh, given all the news. So, yeah, I mean, we have a lot to unpack here, but obviously for the Packers side, we have to consider Aaron Jones here uh, for the captain slot. Um, I mean, they, they're going to lean on him more, not only in the running game, but also the passing game. So I think he's just the, the no-brainer captain play uh, for the Packers. And then on the other side, Kyler Murray, I think you got to go with him. Um, you know, it's, it's tricky to figure out, like, who to stack him with, but if you captain him, um, you can stack him with two or three pass catchers. Um, typically, he spreads the ball around. I mean, he's Kyler Murray, so he already comes loaded with upside. So I think captain, I'm going to be pretty boring here and mix up, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. Take some swings um, in my flex slots, though. Yeah, you know, Aaron Jones is a guy that uh, I think is going to be the go-to guy for the Packers. He might even lead them in targets at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they they use him a lot when Adams was out the last couple of years, uh, Adams missed a couple of games. They like to use him in a passing game. Uh, I think in a, a sneaky captain play is, is James Connor because he's the, he's that running back that this line has gone from three and a half up to six and a half. And I wouldn't be surprised if it hits the seven, especially if the Packers get anyone else ruled out. So uh, this could be just another one of those game scripts, kind of like the ones we've been seeing at the Cardinals lately where they get up big and uh, Connor gets in the end zone one way or another. So uh, I think Connor's kind of the sneaky play uh, and then Aaron Jones. So I like the two running backs uh, on this, yeah. one, especially since the Cardinals are, like you said, difficult to, to figure out who to stack. And in this one, you know, the last couple of weeks, they've been playing some teams with very obvious defensive tendencies. But this week, Green Bay is kind of in the middle of the pack. They mix it up, mm-hmm. man zone. 
Uh, I, I think Hopkins, I know he's not practicing Monday, but I think he'll have a field day in, against that Green Bay secondary. So he's always an option too. But out of those secondary guys, it's not as obvious this week with you know no clear tendencies for yeah. the Packers. Uh, what about for cheat codes? Yeah, so cheat codes, I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Um, I like Chase Edmonds this week. I know you, you mentioned James Conner, um, but it was Chase Edmonds that essentially operated as the workhorse back. I mean, he had 15 carries versus uh, 10 for Connor, which is really bizarre because, you know, the Cardinals are blowing him out. I lost my prop bet on James Connor to go over 13 and a half carries. So it's very tilting to see Chase Edmonds and <laughs> mop up duty. Like I got that one wrong, but you know, Chase Edmonds, he only caught one pass for nine yards, but you know, he ran 76% routes run. So, I mean, he was operating as a workhorse back. I could see that happening again here. So I love Edmonds. Um, you know, it looks like DeAndre Hopkins is dealing with a hamstring injury. So, um, certainly I'm going to take some swings at your Christian Kirks, AJ Green, Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz. Like you can't go wrong with any of those guys. So, you know, I'll be pairing two or three of those guys with Kyler Murray. And then, you know, all the excitement is on the Packers side of the ball. I think when it comes to the wide receivers, uh, I mean, Randall Cobb is clearly the top play now. Um, but I'll be looking at Murray Rogers and Equimanius St. Brown. I think one of those Equinimius. two guys. Equinemius. Equinemius. Um <laughs> You know, one of those two guys is going to step up. I, I love Amari Rogers. I mean, he was a third round pick this year. Um, he was seen as sort of the Randall Cobb replacement, and then they went out and got Randall Cobb. So I, I don't know if he's going to be the guy that steps up here. Um, he's a really good route runner. He's the kind of guy that I expect only to get better as his rookie season goes on. So I'll have some Rogers flyers, but I also like St. Brown as well. Um, and then Robert Tunyon um, just has massive touch on upside without Devontae Adams. Um, so I'll take some swings at him, but yeah, we'll have to see how this situation shakes out. And if, you know, Marquez Valdez Scantling is able to return from the IR, that's going to be huge. I'll have some shares of him, but we have a lot to unpack here, but either way, I'll be taking some, uh, Packers wide receiver flyers here. So for me, it's going to be AJ Dillon. I think this Packers game plan is going to be extremely running back centric. And it's so crazy now with Adams and Lazard out that I actually worry that even these Packer dart throw guys are going to be <laughs> way too highly rostered to get yeah. like unique lineups and tournaments. Because like, if, if it stands, everyone's going to be on St. Brown. Everyone's going to be on Cobb. And then the Cardinals are number one in DVOA against tight ends. So that's not great news for Tunyon. I think, you know, he's a guy that I would like to, you know, get in there some, but I just think the Packers are not going to, I think they're going to try to run it as much as they can and throw a ton of passes to the backs. I wouldn't be surprised if they go with some split backfield looks with Dylan and Jones, uh, you know, split one of them out wide, kind of have them coming in and out depending on the project uh, protection. So uh, I think that's going to kind of be the guy who may be forgotten a little bit as people look for the wide receivers, 